Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Palm America, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Beowulf Rockland. Thank you for listening. So much going on this week. Um, it's interesting. You see these big stories, and you just kind of roll your eyes, and 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 you wonder what you can really do about them, one way or another. And they are interesting, and they are engaging, and they are uh, salacious, and they don't really have a gosh darn thing to do with you or me or anything that we can impact. Joe Biden um, had some classified papers in, in his garage with his Corvette, and he turned them in willingly, uh, unlike Donald Trump. Um, I don't think it either is good. Um, I really hope that uh, Joe Biden lets somebody else run in the Democratic Party. Um, I've made clear in this program before that I'm I'm not thrilled, but still, you know, it's it's <laughs> it's a heck of a lot better than what Trump did, which was refuse to give H, uh, FBI agents anything and um, force them ultimately to, to raid his home. So now there's dueling special counsels, one for Trump and, and one for Joe Biden. Of course, what Trump uh, has going on in so many different fronts is so much broader and bigger than, than what Joe Biden's going on. But... You know, yes, there's there's corruption all around. It's true. I mean, you 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 uh, you you can't deny it on one level or another. Um, but um, the level of corruption uh, is just so much, so vastly different when you compare Republicans and Democrats. I mean, there's there's so much more on the side of the Republicans. Doesn't mean we have to make do with Democrats, certainly the way they are, but that's the way it is, as Walter Cronkite once said. But there are things that actually pertain to our real everyday lives, like the nurses' strike in New York City. And if, there's not, if you're not in New York City, you may have experienced nurses' strikes 
near where you are. I'm sure many places in America have. I know there was one where I live in little old southern Oregon. I know there was recently in, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. All over the country there are. I've told you about these strikes before. And there was, yes, no, not a loss, not a loss, but a win. Yay, a win. Nurses in New York City won their strike. They went on strike and they got what they wanted. New York City nurses and two major hospitals reached a tentative agreement that the Healthcare Workers Union celebrated as a historic victory after three days of striking for a fair contract. More than 7,000 striking nurses agreed to return to work Thursday at Mount Sinai Hospital and Montefiore Medical Center, privately owned hospitals whose management previously refused to accept the nurses' central demand for safer staffing requirements, pushing New York State Nurses Association to leverage the power of collective action. So their central demand, I mean, you know, they wanted more pay too, because, you know, we got to eat. You got to survive, you know, while you're helping injured, sick, and vulnerable people. But their central demand, remember this, was safer staffing requirements so that not only they would be safer doing their jobs, but you, as the recipient of their care, you people in New York City who go to these hospitals, you would stand a better chance of having a positive result, getting quicker care, having your life saved, avoiding horrible health consequences. They were fighting not only for themselves, but for you, for people who come into a hospital. That's what they were fighting for, primarily. According to the New York State Nurses Association, the tentative deal includes wall-to-wall safe staffing ratios for all inpatient units with firm enforcement so that there will always be enough nurses at bedside to provide safe patient care, not just on paper. New staffing ratios take effect immediately in a historic breakthrough for hospitals that refused to consider ratios that nurses have been demanding for decades, the union said. At Montefiore, nurses will return to work this morning after winning new safe staffing ratios in the emergency department. So, you know... If you have an, if you get into a car accident and you've got to go to the emergency room, when you go to the emergency room, you want there to be someone to take care of you right away. You want a nurse to be able to address your injuries right away, to perform triage, to get you to the right place, to determine like how urgent your injuries are and to address them. The hospitals... And this is weird because, like, these are non... We'll get to this in a minute. These are supposedly non-profit hospitals, but they don't want to pay for enough 
nurses to actually do the job that they're supposed to be doing, which is helping people with urgent injuries, certainly in the case of this emergency room situation. There's going to be new staffing languages, language and financial uh, penalties for failing to comply with safe staffing levels in all units. Nurses also won community health improvements and nurse-student partnerships to recruit local Bronx nurses to stay as union nurses at Montefiore for the long run. The nurses' fight for safe staffing measures and other changes drew national attention to Mount Sinai Hospital and Montefiore's business practices, including for these, again, non-profit hospitals, supposedly, their lavish compensation of executives. Now, now dig this. <laughs> While Montefiore and Mount Sinai are technically non-profits, they frequently act like large corporations with massive investments on Wall Street and overseas and providers sidelined from essential care decision-making. So the doctors don't actually uh, get to say what's going on, even they're, even though they're the main ones that are doing the work in the hospital. Doctors and nurses. Finally, now that's changing. That's according to the Levers' Matthew Cunningham Cook in a report earlier this week. These nonprofit hospitals also boast huge executive salaries. So keep in mind that while you know their salaries may be going up a little bit, here's what they're contending with on an executive level. Mount Sinai CEO Kenneth Davis made $5.6 million in 2019. Did you make $5.6 million in 2019? I don't think you came anywhere near that. Unless you're a very, very lucky member of my audience. Montefiore CEO Philip Ozua made $7.4 million in 2020. Did you make $7.4 million in 2020? I didn't. You probably didn't either. That's a lot of money for us regular folks. That's an awful lot of money. Montefiore disclosed providing an unnamed executive or executives with a chauffeur and first-class airfare in 2020. Ooh, a chauffeur and first-class. Oh, boy. First, you know, plenty of room in first-class. Free drinks, full meals, plenty of seat room. Oh, my, oh, my. To be a nonprofit healthcare executive. In filings with the IRS, Mount Sinai disclosed that 15 executives made more than a million dollars annually in 2019. Montefiore disclosed 10 in 2020, with all making more than 1.5 million. But the nurses won. So in spite of those excesses, because of unions... Because of nurses, patients are going to do better. Nurses are going to do better. And the vast majority of everybody's going to do better. Thank you. Thank you, union. Thank you, nurses. Executives, 
You can uh, take a pay cut as far as I'm concerned. Ah, but there is ill news, my friends. And when we return in the moment, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a not-so-positive development in the healthcare field. I'm Beowulf Rockland. This is Facepalm America. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Facepalm America. I'm Beowulf Rockland. You can find out more at Facepalm USA on Twitter. So, it's very good that nurses have struck and won and got better staffing levels and gotten a little bit more pay for themselves. However, there is something that is not so groovy that is also happening in the industry. And progressive senators are sounding the alarm. In a letter to the chief executives of Wells Fargo Synchrony Financial, Synchrony, two large issuers of medical credit cards. Now, this is not something that I had heard of before I read this article. Senators Elizabeth Warren, Ed Markey, Bernie Sanders, Chris Murphy, and Sherrod Brown expressed concern that given the circumstances which these, in which these cards are used, medical credit cards could be predatory to patients seeking medical care and leave patients stuck paying higher costs with hefty high interest debt. So technically speaking, this is really a financial industry uh, development, um, which should have nothing really to do with the, Medicare, uh, the medical and healthcare industry. We, there, there, there should not be worry about expense. Certainly not in the richest nation on earth. We all know how unequal that that wealth is, even though we're technically the na- nation on earth that is the wealthiest. The concern here is the current structure of our healthcare system often requires that patients enter into medical debt, which is atrocious, in order to access services they need, reads the letter, which was made public this week. By the way, whenever you hear a politician, even a Democratic saying, a Democratic one saying, um, we've got to provide access to health care. We've got to make sure every American has access to health care. That is totally and utterly meaningless. Yeah, everyone has access to health care if you've got enough money. 
access to health care is not the issue. Affordability is the issue. Whether you can pay for it and not be a slave to debt. Within that context, patients often under duress because of concerns about their medical care are being pushed into and then locked into medical credit cards despite the availability of alternative payment options that might be more beneficial and offer lower interest rates. Medical credit cards often come with high interest rates following so-called no-interest periods an introductory rate. You know, you've heard that slogan before. Following so-called no-interest periods that banks deceptively use to lure in customers who are desperate to pay for costly medical treatments. In 2013, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau ordered Care Credit Synchrony Financial and their medical credit business to refund up to $34.1 million to customers who were victims of deceptive credit card enrollment tactics. Last month, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau hit Wells Fargo, which offers a medical credit card named Health Advantage, with $3.7 billion, billion with a B, in penalties for a slew of abuses and called the institution one of the most problematic repeat offenders of the banks and credit unions. Crane's Chicago business recently reported that as healthcare costs and insurance deductibles rise, more hospitals in Chicago and around the country are teaming up with banks, that ain't good, to market medical credit cards and other loans to patients who lack insurance or funds to pay for care. So yeah, they'll... They'll give you the care if you enslave yourself to debt. It's, it's so crazy. It's just so crazy that, that people should be in debt trying to stay healthy. That, that, is, that is so nuts. More than 100 million people are saddled with medical debt in the United States, collectively owing upwards of $200 billion dollars. That's a huge industry. It's a huge industry, and people are making a lot of money off of you being sick and you desperately trying to stay well. They're making money off of your illness. Senators pointed to several disturbing features of the medical credit cards, including that The available credit is typically set to the cost of service, meaning the card is maxed out immediately, damaging the cardholder's credit score. So if you have a choice, do not get one of these medical credit cards because instantly you take a a hit to your credit. That's just how the credit industry processes it. And usually you can go to the hospital and make a deal for payment and avoid going to something like this, a medical credit card. Usually you can make a deal with them. That has been my experience. 
So try that first. I know, I know it's so hard because you're in the middle of a medical emergency, for God's sake. I mean, like, you're, you're not exactly using your, your best judgment. But avoid this, you know, if at all possible. The cards may also adversely impact consumer credit reports because of the way they're treated by credit reporting agencies. The agencies recently agreed to remove 70% of medical debt from credit reports, but these changes will not benefit medical credit card holders because their debt is considered a credit card debt and as such is viewed less favorably by credit bureaus, the lawmakers wrote. Bernie Sanders, a letter signatory and the incoming chair of the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and Pensions Committee, has decried the very concept of medical debt, arguing it should not exist. And he's absolutely right. It's a, it's a stain on our nation that we allow that condition to continue so that a few people can make a profit. It's disgusting. During his 2020 presidential campaign, Sanders offered a proposal to wipe out existing medical debt in the United States. In the wealthiest country in the world, the senator said at the time, one illness or disease should not ruin a family's financial life and future. You know, he's over 80. Um, He's had a heart attack. Um, And I still feel better about the idea of him running for president in 2024 than I do Joe Biden. And and I don't think, I truly don't think that uh, Bernie Sanders has any classified documents locked up next to uh, his Corvette. I don't. This has been Face Palm America. I'm Beowulf Rockland. Enjoy the day.